0: Another episode of Two Brothers Review the podcast. I'm Reed Turley. I'm Ty Turley, and uh, I'm one year older. <laughs> I don't. What? <laughs> Can this be my birthday episode? Ty had a birthday earlier this month. Happy birthday, Ty. Reed got me gloves. I did. From the Scottish Hebrides. Hebrides. Yeah. There you go. Uh, we are. Happy to be back in recording, and this week we're going to be talking about. Oh, speaking of birthdays, what are we recording on now? I, I, Ty got me, uh, and Marin, our sister, and our mom, uh, got me a microphone. So if this sounds much better, uh, you're welcome. It's it's from it's basically the way we are sponsored is from our two main listeners. <laughs> They bought us the equipment that we use. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. Couldn't do it without you guys. Well, we could. It just would sound worse. Yeah. Hopefully, yeah. We're thinking this will be an improvement. Okay. But this week we're talking about Matrix Resurrections. Uh, I'm glad they found another R-word. What could they have done? What's next? Replies. Rodeo. (laughs) It's a Western. (laughs) routers (laughs) if he goes deep into the machine shop (laughs) okay Uh, Resurrections was a good one because it's been so long and and because people came back to life yeah weird before we talk too much about that though Ty what is your movie remake and I think this is a remake in the vein of Star Wars where they just tell a very similar story which movie in the Star Wars universe. Number is it? seven is a remake of a new hope. Almost what? plot point by plot point. That's so weird that you think that. I don't know. I don't remember plots well enough to know if that's true, but okay. Yeah. It is. <laughs> All right. Well, I was gonna say the thing it reminds me of is um is Spider-Man because I feel like they keep remaking Spider-Man in my lifetime, I don't understand how they've remade it so many times. And they like it's weird, right? Are they going to... I don't know. Whatever. Are they going to keep doing it? I guess every five years we get, again, a Spider-Man. I don't... I mean, there have been four, if you count the animated one, that did super well. So that's kind of crazy. It's like 20 uh, years. It's like a story retread over and over. Yeah. I mean, did this movie feel the same to you? I wouldn't have said that, no. I mean, it has a totally different dimension to it. Which is the fact that it's a rebooting well, it's of so a franchise. Well, it's so meta, right? So meta. That's the most meta film I've ever seen. I think. And when oh. I when I realized, except for Deadpool, <laughs> <laughs> when it's just like, oh, he's still just in the Matrix, and they modernized it where oh, they made everything that he experienced in the first movie is a video game that he was the writer of. <sighs> I don't know. This movie was not for me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was when, and, and just to be so explicit in those meetings with, at the video game store of like, you know, they're forcing me to do it, which I guess the Warner Brothers said, we're going to make it with or without you. Do you know that?
1: No, I didn't know that.
0: Yeah. They literally said to the makers of the original Matrix, like, we're going to make another one. You can either do it or we're going to get someone else. Well, one of the Wachowskis didn't come back. I mean, it was just yeah Lana. Yeah, I don't know that story. I don't know why that happened, but um, yeah, it's just, I don't know. Like, I guess they think they're trying to be clever. I don't know. It just seems like a little bit too hokey, a little bit too much. Like, if you have problems with this, don't air it right here in the show. (laughs) Work this out and then make the best story possible. I mean, do you think the story is effective that he was? I mean, first of all, blinded. And Trinity was killed in the last movie. That, he, <laughs> that they actually were resurrected? That the machines brought them back to life? They put their bodies back together. I don't know, Reed. What a, I mean, that's not the first thing we have to suspend our disbelief about in this film. Um, the thing that didn't, that, I, that seemed crazy to me was that Neo and Trinity have such a bond of love that their unique love is the only thing that can power... <laughs> The, uni- the whole world of machines and that the whole thing falls apart if they're not in their pods. But it's their, dis- it's like the despair that they, like, didn't you say like despair is the same? It's like more powerful if people are unhappy. Cause it's like, it's like that, that tease of almost getting what you want and having it taken away from you is more efficient for the machines to harvest. Oh yeah. He did say that like, that he originally cre- The architect originally created the world to be wonderful, and then he realized people don't want it to be wonderful. I don't know. I didn't really understand that part. Not surprising, because this movie <laughs> is confusing. Yeah. And it's like, is his business partner Agent Smith, or is Morpheus, half Morpheus, half Agent Smith? Like, that part's a little weird to me. I'm still unsure of. They also... And, and Agent Smith was so evil in the first one, so he would never be so casually teaming up with him I feel like no he hates humans his whole he hates he hates them yeah and he was so cruel and so so efficient at at punishing them or I mean just it just seemed like a totally different Smith I agree yeah but then they try to do callbacks to it and then this movie uses a lot of like projections from the first movie like they have the scene of when he meets Morpheus playing on a screen when he meets the new Morpheus yeah who is just a computer program. Like, that guy's dead, I guess. And But why couldn't... But they he would have programmed him to make him look like the original. There's no story justification for not having uh, the same actor back. Yeah, they probably just couldn't get Lawrence Fishburne. He didn't want to do it for some reason. Oh, he read the script. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he didn't want to do it. Maybe. I don't know. Not enough money. Uh, yeah. I bet it was a big paycheck he turned down. Uh, yeah. I bet they would have paid him a lot of money to be in that movie. Yeah. You have principles. He's not a lawyer. (laughs) But then they have the hokey thing where that robot that that has his conscience because Neo programmed it in the video game can materialize with little beads of metal that form into human three D bodies. I mean, yeah, doesn't make any sense. (laughs) It's all crazy. And I just like they just I feel like they try to do a lot. Like they move too fast, almost. Like I just don't feel like we really developed any characters outside of Neo and Trinity. Like the, the character that comes to save him bug or. Yeah. She seems like so interesting, but you don't hear where she came from. There's a lot of things said like she's, she got out because of Neo or something. She but... watched him jump off the building as a window cleaner, but we don't see how she got out or how what, you know, how that drove her to search for deeper meaning. Yeah. And and it's a coincidence that she sees that and then ends up getting approached? I mean, I don't, I don't even know what the logic is for how they decide who they should approach. And the, f- yeah, people who are searching to get out, but it also seems like... How would they know that? Neo made a deal with the machines that they'd leave humans alone. Some machines want to help humans now, but the majority of humans are left in the Matrix. And they have that like kind of moment of like, accusing the general of stopping, trying to get people out, caring more about a strawberry than humanity. I I just wish they had read. I mean, I had never until this moment hadn't really thought of this, but I just wish they had told the story from bugs perspective, like made her the main character of a movie. Yeah. And Neo comes into it and out of it a little bit, or, you know, she's that seeing him do that prompts her. And then her quest is to get him out. And that's the end of the movie, not saving Trinity, not that. I mean, they just totally undid what they, the emotional moment at the end of the third movie that I, mean, I don't really care about, but someone out there loves the Matrix and is upset about that, I think. Upset that what? That they just brought her back. That Trinity? Trinity's death meant nothing. I mean, in a world where you can just re- resurrect people, does it matter what happens? I don't know, Reed. I can't, I can't answer that. I mean not the typical person can't resurrect people only the architect knows how to put brains back together. I don't know. What well, what is the motivation of that the analyst, the just machine powered the the analyst? Yeah. Neil Patrick Harris. Neil Patrick Harris. No, it's his job to keep the machine running, keep keep the self propagation. On what side of the war was he on? When, you know, they say, like, the machines were at war with each other over the power and how scarcity of a resource prompts conflict. But well, they don't go into that at all. Well, he created this world and and rebuilt Neo and Trinity in order to have more power in order to think, solve that problem. To solve that problem. That was my understanding. That, and that's why he has so much leeway. Also, who are the suits that they, are, they talk about that let him have power still? Oh, yeah, that's a funny, it's a funny word to use because they're all machines, right? Yeah. I thought, I, thought, I remember watching it, I mean, in the film thinking, that's so weird, because they're using a very human term <laughs> for something. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. There's obviously power imbalances in the machine world. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, like, machines now have physical representation through that 3D magnetic We could get into it, but we can't explain it right now. They just totally wave it away. And there are machines working with them. I mean, I guess that's kind of... It shows the progression of that side of the world, but... And they're in a new place, IO, instead of Zion. Who knows why? It didn't didn't exactly say why. They didn't say Zion got destroyed ever, but I would Um, guess there are two factions of humans. One that works with machines and one that doesn't. yeah. And they say they say Ion is better. They just hide their location better instead of having better defenses. But I thought the whole point was Neo made a deal with machines that they wouldn't be hunted anymore. Right. And that ones that got woken up would be delivered to the to them. I don't remember that part of the deal, but okay, uh, whatever. I only rewatched the first Matrix. I didn't watch two and three. Oh, I just recently. I never watched two and three. I watched them all three. Okay, so yeah, there's pieces I'm missing. Not really. <laughs> All right. they, they bring back the French guy and his band of crazies. It's a lot of re- they should they should have called it Matrix Retreads. Oh jeez. <laughs> um. It seems like there's going to be more. I think so. They set it up. Yeah. And then I I mean I think the the bullet time and the fighting and all that was totally original when the first movie came out, but now there are movies that do kung fu fighting better. Like I just like John Wick is a better physical conflict movie. Yeah, I mean, a lot of the press about this one I think is focused on that and how they're not they're not equally innovative as their first one was. And that's I mean, I I don't blame that's hard for anyone to stay totally out of the curve like that. Like that's hard to do. I know, but you should try. I think they did. And they failed. What was their new thing that they thought they were adding? That the machines could do bullet time? I don't know. Like Neil Patrick Harris could Manipulate time somehow. Well, he controls all of the Matrix time. That wouldn't be new. Okay, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) We don't know. Turns out we don't know. (laughs) All right, Ty, what are you going to rate Matrix out of five? Out of five, Reed, I'm going to give it a two. I am also going to give it a two. Whoa, we agreed on one. That's the second one we agreed on. Probably. Well, Michael Clayton's beauty. This month. (laughs) Uh, All right, Ty, what else do you have to recommend for our listeners? Um, I was gonna, I was gonna recommend a movie, a little, a little black and white flick called "Come On, Come On," by Mike Mills with Joaquin Phoenix. It's definitely stayed with me. It's an indie, it's an indie film, so I don't know if it's even opening very many places, but I'm sure it'll be online soon. And has quite an amazing performance by a little kid actor. And it's a lot of it. It's just looking at a lot of questions of how do you use your life and and how is our society evolving that I think are pretty interesting. Yeah. Okay. I've heard good things. I'll probably see it when it's streamable. Good. Yeah. Not go out of my way, but... (laughs) Okay. I'm just kidding. For me, I'm gonna... This is like a loose recommend, but I have also read the Wheel of Time books, and Amazon just had that series come out. And it's not really faithful to the book (laughs) in many ways, and it's pretty upsetting, But I'm happy to have more fantasy stories in the world and think there are still some redeeming qualities of the show. So it's a really, if you're into fantasy, give it a shot. You might not like it. Well, you already told me it's so bad. They change the story from the books in an upsetting way. Okay, we we don't want to lead our listeners astray. Okay, well, I let them be their own. Determinants. Okay. Thanks for listening to another episode of Two Brothers Review the podcast. I'm Reed Turley. I'm Ty Turley. What? We don't say Turley. I I often do. Shoot. I'll, always do. <laughs> Bye. Bye.